Pearl Church exists to express a sacred story and to extend a common table that animate life by love. A primary expression of our sacred story is the weekly sermon. If our sermons inspire you to ponder the sacred, to consider the mystery and love of God, and to live bountifully, would you consider supporting our work? You can donate easily and securely at our website, pearlchurch.org, or follow the link in the podcast notes. Thank you for partnering with us in expressing this sacred story. God, on this Christmas, may we join in participating with our own creativity, our own self-giving, our own love in what you are doing in the world. In your name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Well, throughout the season of Advent, our community has been pondering together this set of mysteries, this set of five mysteries called the Joyful Mysteries, which are drawn from the Catholic Rosary. And these meditations follow the life of Mary. We join Mary as she accepts Jesus into her very body. We join her as she visits her relative Elizabeth, as she gives birth to Jesus, as she presents Jesus in the temple, and as she finds Jesus in the temple later. And these stories, we are exploring together this experience of creativity that's common to all of us. And we're seeing in Mary's story a pattern that we can also find within our own experiences of creativity. So far together, we have explored this creative pattern in the Annunciation, uh, the spark of new life, the invitation to create to which we say yes, the visitation, which is the way our callings anchor us and give us freedom to celebrate the creativity of others around us. And last week, we talked about nativity, that long gestation, pregnancy, the difficult labor, the bringing of something new, breaking into the world. In this week's readings, we are joining Mary in the presentation of Jesus in the temple. And this was an ancient ritual in Israel that you would present your firstborn son in the temple along with a sacrifice. And so now, imagine Mary carrying Jesus into that temple after the divine excitement of Annunciation, the joyful celebration of visitation, that long and tenuous pregnancy and the exhausting labor. And now she holds in her arms this child and she presents him before the divine. I imagine that along with the child, she was carrying some pretty weighty questions too. Was it enough? Am I enough? Did I live up to the divine annunciation? Can I really raise this child for his divine calling? Vulnerable, exposed. I mean, it's so human, right? There's this moment whenever you or I offer what we have created, something that we have birthed into the world, and we present it to others. It just feels so vulnerable, right? Maybe it's a poem, 
or it's a project at work, or maybe it's something you've built with your hands, or it's a loaf of bread. Whatever you create, there's this initial idea, this spark of enunciation, inspiration, and then there's this long gestation, the work, the labor to bring it into the world, and then, and then there's the moment where you offer what you have made up to the world. You set the loaf of bread on the table. You share the poem or you hand in the project. Eventually you hold it out and you present it. And in that moment, it's vulnerable, right? You wonder, is it enough? Have I done enough? It can feel so exposing because all of our creativity, everything that we make and that we share is self-giving. Right? You set down that bread, you share that poem, you hand in the project, but what you're really doing is giving yourself. This is what I have to give. This is what I was capable of. And so we imagine Mary presenting Jesus vulnerable. This, this is the best I can give. As Mary holds Jesus and these questions, these two old elders approach her in the temple. Uh, There's the old man, Simeon, who was told he wouldn't die before seeing the expected consolation of Israel. And there's Anna at 84, visiting the temple daily, seeking the liberation of Jerusalem from oppression. This is a painting by Rembrandt of Simeon and Anna holding the Christ child. Simeon sees the child and says, now I can go in peace. My eyes have seen God's salvation, the light of the world. This is the one we have been waiting for. I think part of what Simeon and Anna do in this narrative is they put Mary's story into its wider context, its long history. Mary's standing there presenting Jesus, and it's like she's alone with what she has to offer, hoping she can do enough. But what Mary has to offer, this child Jesus, is the culmination of a long story that has been unfolding over centuries. Have you ever wondered about those long genealogies at the start of the Gospels, right? You know, Matthew gets off going, and suddenly he's tracing Jesus' ancestry, and -and so-and-so is the son of so-and-so, the son of so-and-so, and and you're like, okay, turn the page. Go on, Matthew. Or Luke goes even farther. Matthew goes to Abraham, but Luke goes all the way back to Adam with these genealogical tables. What's happening? Well, these long lists of ancestors help to situate the birth of Jesus within this long unfolding story. For Mary, the story for her might have started with the Annunciation, but what Simeon and Anna see is different. They might say, Mary, this child is the culmination of a long history of hope. So many generations of mothers and fathers have stood right where you stand, offering the best they had to offer so that you can stand here now. Before your labor, before your visitation, before your annunciation, you were already surrounded by a people from whom you received life, a culture, a story passed down and down and down until you stand here with this child, an offering which is the culmination of millennia. So in a real way, the the whole people is standing here with you, offering with you 
You're not alone, not exposed. Our whole people stand with you here offering this child. And we might imagine Mary standing there surrounded by this whole history of her people, prophets and priests and kings and exiles and wanderers, all culminating in this creative presentation. So it turns out that we might say presentation, when we offer, is participation. Because what Mary is doing is participating in this long story that prepared the way for her in this moment. She's participating. What if we also could picture our own moments of presentation, creative giving like this? I mean, what if every time we presented our creativity to the world, we are really participating in this long, good, unfolding story? What if we put our creative work into the context of a long, evolving human story? I mean, when you offer what you have to give, it can feel so vulnerable. You can feel so exposed. Is it enough? Am I enough? But you, like Mary, are situated in a long human story. Before you offer, before you labor over bringing something new into the world, before the idea even broke in upon you, you had received from parents, from grandparents, from generations long past life a world, DNA, culture, and before that, the eons of evolution, matter and energy, forming and reforming, passing down and down and down, and the divine hovering over all of it, bringing it forward until there you are, standing there with your offering. And you are literally the culmination of billions of years. In a way, when you present what you have created, your presentation is participation in the long self-giving of the whole universe. Everything is standing with you there as you give. It's beautiful, isn't it? You set the loaf of bread on the table, you share the poem, you hand in the project, you offer the gift, you say, this is me for you. And perhaps in that moment, we could picture ourselves not exposed, not alone, but surrounded by a multitude. The long ages of parents and grandparents and ancestors, the long evolution of life, the matter and energy of the universe, all joining with you and hovering above it all divine love, offering creative good to the world through you. And now it is your turn to participate. And this is Christmas. Giving is vulnerable. Offering yourself, like Mary saying yes to the Annunciation, like the Christ being born among us, that kind of giving feels exposing. But Mary presenting Christ to the world is not alone. And you presenting the creative work that you labor over, you are not alone. Everything has prepared the way so that now you get to participate in the story with everything you are, everything you've been given. In all our self-giving this Christmas, may we find ourselves caught up in this wider ancient story of divine self-giving. May it be so, and let us pray. God, this Christmas, may we join you and participate in the creative goodness that you have been doing 
throughout all time, in every place, and now through us. Amen. We hope that this sermon inspired you to ponder the sacred, to consider the mystery and love of God, and to live bountifully. If you don't already support our work, will you begin today? You can donate easily and securely at our website, pearlchurch.org, or follow the link in the podcast notes. Thank you for partnering with us in expressing this sacred story.